Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 248. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my thoughts, my feelings, my perspectives, my mindsets. It really does mean a lot to me that you take the time to listen uh, once a week, maybe twice a week. Um, it really is a surreal feeling. And thank you for everyone who's been sharing the um, the Spotify Rewind or whatever it's called. Some of the screenshots are insane. Some people are like, they listen to like 50 episodes in one day. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of case. (laughs) So I appreciate you doing that, bearing with me, listening to me. Um, So thank you there. And thank you for all the ratings and reviews. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts right now and you can spare a minute to give the show a five star rating and then just a one, two-sentence max review, uh, I'd really appreciate it. The podcast is almost at 3,000 five-star reviews, which is insane. So, thank you for that if you've already done it. And thank you if you're willing to do it. Uh, And if you do, shoot me a DM so I can thank you uh, directly because it really does mean a lot. But let's hop into this episode. Uh, I titled it 50 Shades of Okay Relationships. And I think this is a really simple idea and it'll be really helpful for you um, if you are single, certainly, and also if you are in a relationship uh, because I think it's always, always, always helpful to get to find, to create clarity on exactly what it is you're doing, what it is you want, who you're with, why you're with the person you're with. Um, right? I don't think that's an unfair expectation of yourself. I think you owe it to yourself. So, uh, here's, I'll start with the, uh, a clickbait headline for you, kind of the summary here. I have found in life that the fastest road to being in an okay relationship, that's a, that's a relationship that is just okay, right? It's not great. There's no earth-shattering love. There's no amazing connection. There's no life-changing sex um, to keep it in line with the Fifty Shades here. Um, nah, it's just like it's just okay. It's a relationship that you know prevents you from being lonely. Uh, it's low-key. 
Uh, it's nothing special. Um, so I think the fastest road to being in a relationship like that, an unfulfilling relationship like that, an okay relationship like that is to pursue what you're told you're supposed to want in a person instead of what you actually want in a person. That is it. It's the difference between what you're told you're supposed to want in a partner versus what you actually want in a partner. And this is a big topic, and it's one that I've referenced before um, on the podcast, and I did a chapter in my book, Singles, Your Superpower, on this, but I've never taken the time to do a full episode on it. And I figured now is as good a time as any to do, to do this because, uh, frankly, okay relationships are like the enemy. <laughs> They're the enemy. They're worse than a situationship. An okay relationship is the enemy. Okay relationships are like the, the socks with Crocs of relationships. It's just, it's just not where you want to be. Okay relationships. That's okay connection. Okay compatibility. Okay sex. Okay future together. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I hate that word too. Okay. It's like, to me, my thought process is like, you're, you're telling me that you're going to, you're going to work your ass off in life. You're going to push yourself in your career and you're going to work on yourself and your, your self-esteem and your confidence and your compassion. And you're going to learn everything there is to know about yourself and the world around you. You're, and you're going to have all this passion and purpose and success. And you're going to be hilarious and attractive and an absolute catch. And then you're, you're, you're going to get yourself in an okay relationship and you're going to stay in it. <laughs> no, no. I will not allow that for you, my friend. I will not. Um, and, you know, I know you don't want that for yourself either. I know you don't. Who wants to be in a relationship that by your own admission is just okay? I don't think you want that, right? An okay relationship. That's a relationship you're in just so you're not alone. That's a relationship you're in so that you don't have to worry about the pressure to be in a relationship, that's a relationship you're in because, you know, someone gave you attention and someone was nice to you. That's a relationship you're in because you, you know, you haven't gotten the balls to leave it yet, right? <laughs> I'm on one today. That's an okay relationship. And to the title, there are certainly at least 50 shades of okay in relationships. They come in all shapes and sizes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, there's so many shades of okay. And I think if you're honest with yourself, you you know what they are, more or less, or you've learned what they are, or you're learning what they are. Like, you, you're woke to them. Like, your eyes are open. Your ears are open to them. You know the difference. You know the difference between being in a spicy, piping hot relationship versus one that is, you know, just boring and no spark. You know the difference between being understood versus being just accepted. You know the difference between being in love with potential rather than being in love with reality. You know when you're with someone just because they were nice to you when no one else was. Or you know when you're with someone because they were the first person to compliment you in a while, right? Takes a good amount of vulnerability to, to, to do this, but you know when that's the case. You know when you're settling for okay because you don't want to just be alone. Where you're like, oh man, you know, he is a walking red flag, but I don't want to be alone. So what it do, baby? <laughs> What's up? 
<laughs> like, you know, when you're doing that. And to be clear here, like, this isn't me saying like, you're a bad person for being in an okay relationship. Um, in fact, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with finding yourself in an okay relationship. I actually think you need to have that experience or multiple experiences like that um, in your dating life. That's part of what I call your hoe phase. That's the 1000% necessary phase in your life where you get out there and you figure out what it is that you want, what it is that you don't want. Because, you know, how the heck else will you find out, (laughs) right? You need experiences to figure this out for yourself. So, don't beat yourself up if you're like, ah, shit, you know, I, I have been or even I am in an okay relationship. You know, it's, 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 it's okay, but don't beat yourself up on it. Um, but just realize that you're in that situation because you've been accepting okay standards and it's okay because you could change those standards, right? No sweat. Like we can fix this. Obviously we can fix it because we're self-aware and we have the power of choice. And I I would add here before going on that, you know, I know that like in a long-term committed relationship, there are going to be periods where things go from amazing to okay and then back to amazing and then okay. You're like, I I know that, right? I'm not living in la-la land here saying that your relationship needs to be, you know, spicy, hot, life-changing all the time. Otherwise, you need to dip, my friend. I'm not saying that at all, right? This is more applicable to when you're, you're trying to figure out what you want to do what your commitment should be, what your vision for yourself with your partner or without your partner is, right? So, that's important context here. And within that context, I say, it's my opinion that it's not okay to stay in an okay relationship. And I think the only reason that you would ever stay in an okay relationship is if you haven't taken the time to realize that there's a big, big difference between what you want and what you're told you should want. And so, I just want to take a couple minutes here to remind you of this fact. Are you going after someone? Are you with someone that matches what you're supposed to want in a partner or what it is that you actually want in a partner? That's the question. And I think uh, a couple moments of vulnerability on your behalf might reveal something surprising about yourself and your tendencies or your vision for yourself. So, it's the question, what do you want? What do you actually want, right? What do you want? What do you want? Is it, is it what you're told that you want? Is it what you maybe you've told yourself that you're supposed to want? Is it based on some list you read on thought catalog or some random Facebook video that someone reposted? Is it what your parents told you makes a successful relationship, makes a long lasting relationship? Is it based on what you see that that beautiful, perfect influencer couple post on Instagram, right? Or is it what you've come up with, like actually worked to come up with yourself that is personal to you, that is something you've experienced before and you said, yes, this is what I want or no, this is not what I want. Is it what you've spent time to think about and to consider and then actually prioritize? Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. 
And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. So I think there's a big difference here. There's a difference because everyone's needs are different. Everyone's uh, standards are different. For real, like for real, for real, that what looks good on paper isn't always what is fulfilling to you. And that's you, a unique, awesome human being. But if you only take time to look at that paper checklist, that you're told you're supposed to go off of, that you're told is representative of what makes the right kind of relationship. Well, I think that's somehow, that sometimes is how you end up in an okay relationship. So, that's the vibe here. And this is this is a message of hope. This is like supposed to make you smile because you have this ability. You have this amazingly compassionate, centered ability to act on this. So, right. So, like examples here, right? So, what it is you're told you're supposed to want in a partner. So many things, right? So you're told you're supposed to want someone who always supports you, no doubt about it. You're supposed to be with someone who you're always attracted to 100% of the time. Someone who is over the top romantic, sweeps you off your feet, is hilarious, always making you laugh, who is an open book, holds nothing back, who someone who is healed from their own trauma, who has no baggage, someone who compliments you and makes you feel loved all the time, who sends you good morning texts, I'm thinking about you texts, and so on and so forth, right? You know, I could open up any dating article online and, and you're going to find stuff like that. And um, I don't get me wrong, I think those are all great things, of course. Like, you deserve all those things, like in some form or some capacity, of course. But the more you focus on some list like that or some things that you're told you should be looking for, the further I think you get from what actually truthfully, honestly matters to you because everyone is different. 
And it's fine to use stuff like that as a starting point, of course. <laughs> like a lot of that's just common sense. Like there's no need to overthink that. But everyone is different. Not everyone has the same love languages. Maybe you don't need good morning texts and instead you'd rather just have quality time together. Maybe it's important for you to, to bond with someone over your mutual past baggage instead of being with someone who is, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and who has no past, right? Empathy together in that. Maybe, I don't know, Ren, maybe you're the funny one and you don't need them to be over-the-top comedian, right? Maybe, maybe you're a deep thinker and you don't always show your cards before you talk through them. And being with someone who is 1000% vulnerable, 1000% of the time just isn't your vibe. Maybe, maybe you don't want someone to always blindly support you. Maybe you want someone, maybe you need someone who challenges you, who checks your ego in like compassionate ways, right? You see what I'm saying? Like if you're told that the right relationship is to be with someone who does this or does that or whatever, and then you kind of ignore what's possibly more true to you or what's more important to you. Well, that's how you end up in an okay relationship because, you know, you like, you find someone and you're like, well, I'm told that love is good morning texts. Love is laughing together. Love is physical attraction. Love is being um, with someone with no baggage, right? And you're like, well, he's all those things. She's all those things. Great. That's okay then. It's okay. Good. We're good. And amidst that, you ignore the fact that maybe to you, because you are a unique human, that there are more important things to you. Maybe complete 180 to you. But just because you're told to want this or want that, you say, oh, I'm just being silly. This is okay. This is okay. And that's how you end up in an okay relationship. And I, I really don't want to encourage you to overthink things to be like, oh, shit, Case wants me to, you know, really evaluate everything right now. I, I, it's kind of the opposite. In fact, like I want you to be in a relationship where you overthink nothing. And the way you do that, the way to find yourself, in a relationship like that is to figure out what you want versus what you're told you want. Just to be able to identify that. And again, we're talking about the fact that everyone is different. That is why this is, I think, a compelling truth. Everyone is different. Not everyone wants to have cute baby names for their partner. Not everyone wants to suck face in, in public and <laughs> rock the PDA, right? Not everyone has the same love languages, the same expectation, the same example, right? The same example set by their parents or their grandparents or the internet, right? Everyone wants unique things. Everyone needs unique forms of connection. Some people want a serious independent streak in their partner, Whereas the internet might tell you that you should be with someone who wants to do everything with you and you should want to do everything with them. Some people want low key, private, one-on-one -on -one love. Whereas the internet says, you know, you should want a partner who screams, I love you from a mountain and who does over the top woman crush Wednesday posts on Instagram. <laughs> you know, some people want someone who is the complete opposite from them with their worldviews, maybe even their political views, sense of humor, you name it. But the internet, that'll say, you know, you need to be on the same page with everything. See what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying to challenge everything you've been told or that you, you hear or advice you've been given. I just think it would behoove, it's always a funny word, behoove all of us to take a moment and consider what is personal to you? What is it you want? 
what is it you've learned in your dating life so far? I know there's things you've learned. I know there's things that you know you want, that you know you need. So ask yourself, is that what you're going after? Is that what you're currently getting from your partner? Or flip side, are you going after, okay, okay, because you you think you're being selfish for wanting more or you think you're a weirdo for wanting different? Well, my friend, I don't think you're selfish at all. I don't think you're weird at all, if that's the case. In fact, I think you've grown too much. You've, you've, you're too centered right now in your life to just be okay with okay. I say you need to raise your standard. Or maybe the better phrase is create your own standard. Create your own standard that is personal to you, that is derived from your own personal experiences that comes from what you've learned and what you want or what you don't want. A lot of emphasis on you there, you know, you know, these are things that come from your truth. And that's a truth that you've learned is unique in your life, that you're not some cookie cutter, roll me off the human assembly line, (laughs) human, right? You don't need the same checklist in a partner that everyone else might need. You might, you might need some elements, but you can rearrange the order in any which way you want. That if, you know, if someone shows you attention and is nice to you and compliments you, you can be like, huh, that's great, but that's not really what I need. That's lower on the priority list. I need this, I need that, and I need the other. This, this recognizes that your needs are a bit different, or maybe your needs are in a different order, right? It's like your hierarchy of needs is different. It's like your food pyramid is different. Your palate is different. And I think when you take the time to hone in on that, when you truly own that, that is how you make finding yourself in an okay relationship an impossible outcome for you. There'll be no shades of okay in your relationship. And I don't think that's selfish. I don't think that's unrealistic. I don't think that's greedy. Of course, there's always things in a relationship that you're going to have to work on, that you're going to have to work towards and compromise and show compassion towards, right? This isn't saying like you need perfect, otherwise forget about it. I've done episodes before on imperfect love and perfect love and imperfect people. I've talked about this, but I'd say that in your relationship, when you're starting a relationship, when you've identified the things that are important to you, you don't have to accept okay because you can set your own standard. That's your own standard for what is important to you. Humor, vision, sex, attraction, compatibility. You get to set that because only you know what's right for you. Numero uno. And even if you're like, you're still discovering what that is, of course, I think we all are in a sense. I do think that you know rather quickly what it is that is not right for you. So I say then simplify things, just react to that. Do your thing, put yourself out there, live your hoe phase, be curious, be open, be compassionate. But when something just feels like, eh, okay to you, question it. It might just feel that way because it's new or you're uncomfortable, in which case I say, keep feeling it out. Or it might just be okay because it's not true to what you want and what you need. It's a nice to have. Other people might think it's the most important thing, but to you, it's not the most important thing. So I just say, honor that truth of yours. It's your truth. It's your preference. It's what you need, not what you're told you need. So that's it. Just want, I'll leave it right there. just want to take a couple minutes to talk about this, this idea of what you want 
versus what you're told you want. So hope this gave you something to think about. If it did, I'd love it if you would share this episode with a friend, tell them new episodes every Monday, every Thursday, tell them to hit subscribe. That's helpful. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset.